0: Hello, and welcome to Plot Trist. This is Meg. This is Lane. And today we're talking about When a Scot Ties the Knot by Tessa Dare.
1: So this is another book in her Castles Ever After series. I really, really like how much Tessa Dare likes castles.
0: <laughs> I love castles, because I love Tessa Dare.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm falling for her. I'm head over heels.
0: Uh, seriously, like, the, she's a new author for me, and um, I love her so much. I love you, Tessa.
1: This was so much fun.
0: This book this book is super fun. Super fun.
1: Like the premise as a whole, I just I like I'm dying to start talking about it. So let's okay. get the book jacket because I feel like everything I say needs to build off of that. Let's do it. So on the cusp of her first London season, Miss Madeline Grace Church was shyly pretty and talented with a drawing pencil, but hopelessly awkward with gentlemen. She was certain to be a dismal failure on the London marriage mart. So Maddie did what generations of shy, awkward young ladies have done. She invented a sweetheart A Scottish sweetheart,
0: one who was handsome and honorable and devoted to her, but conveniently never around. Maddie poured her heart into writing the imaginary Captain Mackenzie letter after letter, and by pretending to be devastated when he was not really killed in battle, she managed to avoid the pressures of London society entirely.
1: Until years later, when this kilted Highland lover of her imaginings shows up in the flesh The real Captain Logan Mackenzie arrives on her doorstep. Handsome as anything, but not entirely honorable. He's wounded, jaded, in possession of her letters, and ready to make good on every promise Maddie never expected to keep. (laughs) Love this book.
0: So good. Oh my God, you guys. Like, I was, in the, I was in the library, and I was like, eh, let's see what we've got here. I read the book jacket, and I was like, um, yes. <laughs> well, first of all, I read the title, which is When a Scott Ties the Knot, and I was like, yes. And then I read the book jacket, and I was like, double yes. And then I showed it to Lane, and she was like, yes. So, yeah.
1: Um, and this did inspire us. So this episode and the subsequent one will bu- uh, be Scottish-centric. So yes. it is Scott Week, Welcome everybody. To Scott
0: Week. Scott Week! <laughs> uh, I think that y- and there are so many novels about Scots.
1: Who were we just looking at their library page and every single one? Suzanne Ina. Every book's about a Scot?
0: Yeah. But, like, and they're, like, all puns in the titles. So, like, we could do a Scott Week. And the the, old, the requirement would be that the title has to have something Scottish related. So Highlands, plaids, kilts, brogue, brogue, layered, Scott. Any of these words appear in the title. Like we could do an entire year of plot twists based on this. Like I'm not no I question truly thinking uh-huh. we could do that. Oh, I believe it. Um, but anyway, right now we're just we're starting small with an August Scott week for you.
1: So while we're boiling here in the mid Atlantic summer heat, we can all picture the cool rolling hills of Scotland. That's right. And men with sexy voices.
0: And, and the men who are listening, because I'm sure there are a ton of you, uh, can imagine wearing kilts during these horrible sexy, I mean, not horrible sexy, horribly hot summers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, this is not a sexy summer. I have no. been sweating in places. Uh-uh, no. Uh-uh,
0: no, but I, I, do, I will say I like kilts. Me too. So. Oh. <laughs> I don't please. think we're the only ones.
1: I'm pretty sure the fact that there is an entire genre of historical romance dedicated to kilts means we are definitely not this the is, only ones. This is true. This is true. All right. So this week, our randomly generated number for our personalized summaries is 20. And I, uh, I broke the mold a little. Oh. So my summary is, if and when I write to a sexy fake Scottish boyfriend, how long until he moves in and starts fixing things?
0: <laughs> I mean, if you go by this book, that's about five years.
1: All right. Because I love her plan.
0: Start now. Yes, <laughs> five years, and in five years, you might have a Scottish boyfriend. You, I think you need a castle, too, though. So make that happen. My apartment is real cute. <laughs> <laughs> Any person's home is their castle. isn't it?
1: Exactly. Part?
0: All right, so here's mine. Harmless deception gets risky in a possibly too sweet, unwitting pen pals to lovers story of a scientific illustrator and a Scottish officer.
1: Hmm. Loved everything about this book.
0: <laughs> this book, guys, this book is super fun.
1: So this is like the minorest of all minor spoilers. What she is a scientific il- illustrator of is animals. Animals, yes. And what she is currently attempting to illustrate is lobster sex. Yeah, because,
0: I mean, let's, let's think about it. Like probably, yeah, people had never seen lobsters mating. And if they had, they didn't draw it.
1: So they didn't really know what it looked like. And so one of the things she is working on is figuring out how lobsters mate. Yeah. she's
0: got her lobster couple like together and she's like every day she's just like waiting she can't be too far from this castle turret where the lobsters are she She doesn't know how long
1: it'll take she She doesn't know what it'll look like yeah i mean
0: it's the great mystery of our time
1: so several plot points hinge upon her desperate need to see the lobsters have sex yeah i was so entertained so
0: funny i mean there are a lot of great tropes here so I mean we've already talked about it we've got the English versus Scots yep so like this is something I think this must be like romance novel exaggerated but like the whole English Scots thing like Scott in romance novels I should say because I know that there there are tensions between England and Scotland so like that I'm not saying it doesn't exist but the thing is it's like every time you read one of these historical romances the the man is always Scottish It's not never the woman either by the way It's always the man and like Scotland somehow like the air in Scotland you cross the Border to Gretna Green and then like all of a sudden men are like Six inches taller than in England. They've all like way more muscle. They're all more masculine They're like less civilized. They're not as polite like, this, it's just weird to me, because it like, can't be that different. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and in this case, I think she's a little bit l- less focused on that. Yes. Maddie is such a recluse because of her, her crippling social yeah. anxiety that I don't think she spends a lot of time reflecting on the difference between Captain Logan McKenzie and no. Real Englishmen because no. I don't think she's had many interactions with Real Englishmen. She spends more time comparing the Logan McKenzie in the flesh
0: with to the Logan
1: McKenzie of her imaginings. Yes,
0: this is true, but... Um, this is just, this I'll is just something that is, I think, getting to me. When we decided to do Scots Week, I was like, yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute. How come Scots are so
1: sexy?" Virile? I'm sorry. That's <laughs>
0: Also sexy. <laughs> also sexy.
1: But yeah, this one. So Maddie, as, as the book jacket, gave you a pretty good book jacket, by the way. Like, yes. I think that's.
0: Very good book it's jacket. It's
1: captivating and it's accurate. And
0: that's the thing, too. It's like, I've been noticing that Tessa Dare's book jackets are like better than other people's book jackets.
1: Tessa Dare, you're doing something right, girl.
0: Like, I don't know if you're writing them yourself, but whoever is writing this for you, like, top notch marks.
1: Seriously? Like, they make me want to pick up your books. Uh And then I'm not, like, unpleasantly surprised. Uh They are accurate. Yeah. So, she, as a young teenager, Mm -hmm. writes to her family and says she met a Scottish officer one day. Yeah,
0: she happened, she went to Bath. Yeah. I think to see her aunt, her aunt, and, um, she said she went back to see her family she was like uh, sorry I can't I'm not going to London to debut because I'm engaged
1: I'm engaged and then they got so attached to him yeah and she wrote so many letters so
0: not only did she write her letters to him she also wrote his letters to her right which is amazing
1: she amazing. built this whole life between them yeah and, like, goes was to keep up the illusion for her family, and eventually they got so attached to her future that she made the decision she had to kill him off.
0: Yeah. And then she was so drowned in grief that her uncle actually gave her a Scottish castle so that she could go and live in seclusion, basically, and <laughs> remembering her, her lost Scottish love for and, the rest of her life. And no
1: one's made her, like, come out subsequently. Yeah. She's just, like, in full mourning for this.
0: In full mourning for a non-existent person being... Drawing scientific illustrations.
1: But so she was just addressing her letters to Captain Logan McKenzie in a made-up regiment. Yeah. And Captain Logan McKenzie.
0: Well, he wasn't even, he wasn't a captain. He was.
1: A petty officer. Less
0: than that. I'm not very good at military titles. You know, I don't know what's higher. He was like a recruit. He was super
1: low recruit. So he would
0: get these letters and they somehow like, so first of all, he was like pissed. That he got these letters. But then he somehow, like, became attached to the idea that somebody back there was attached to him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he lived for her letters. Yeah. It was, like, something different. It, it changed. And she's a very good writer, clearly. Yes. So he was so entertained by her. And he also, through a tragic backstory, TM, that... Um, I don't want to reveal because it's very spoilery.
0: It's it's extremely spoilery. And so this is my one gripe with the book, is that you don't have an inkling that it exists until, like, the last three chapters of the book. It worked for me. That's my
1: gripe. It it didn't bother me at all. But um, he... Decides to be inspired. She thinks he's a captain. He's gonna be a captain. Yeah. And the other thing is, all the men thinks he's got a devoted sweetheart. He's yes. gotta act like he does.
0: Yeah. So he couldn't like visit any of the camp followers. He's basically been celibate for. Not
1: totally, <laughs> but, but they don't. But pretty much. Yeah. Which, as you may have gathered,
0: we're all about that.
1: Like. Borderline involuntary celibacy for love is great, and the fact that in this case they'd never even met it's like <laughs> and she didn't know he existed, and he was still sort of faithful. I'm just like, so good. this is a romance novel. This <laughs> is <a laughs> fantasy. This, this
0: checks all of my boxes.
1: Y- yep. yep. I want to make a really crude joke about a box. Um. um
0: let's move on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we already talked about this, but she is a naturalist illustrator. So she's not even at botanist level here. Yes. Although, I will say this was more, probably more plausible at the time.
1: Agreed. Because she can work remotely. She sort of... (laughs) Do
0: you
1: think she has a telework agreement? Pretty much. She, um, so she can build her reputation sort of on the, the quality of her work alone. Yeah. And because of her social anxiety, she has no interest yeah. in going and sort of making the social connections she would need to further her career. So yeah. she just does it all via correspondence. Yeah.
0: And then women do—they were trained as—as as, I don't want to say illustrators, but as you know, mm-hmm. to, to draw well, to be artists, right? So this like totally fits, I think, with the time, the time period, definitely. So I thought that was nice.
1: And you know, she needs lobsters. <laughs> They're things she can procure. Yes. A lobster tank.
0: Yeah. So basically, first chapter, um, you know, she's basically enjoying her independence, this great life where she gets to wait around for some lobsters to fuck, (laughs) draw them. And who shows up but Captain Logan McKenzie with with his his regiment.
1: regiment. (laughs) They all have a lot of PTSD.
0: They all have, and they all have different manifestations of the PTSD. So like one guy has no... um, short or long-term memory. No, no, he has no short-term memory. He does remember more long-term stuff. Yep. Um, so they're basically just telling him lies every day. You know? He's like, when are we gonna go here? And they're like, we'll go tomorrow. Yep. You know, when, when are we gonna go see my family? Tomorrow, tomorrow.
1: Well, and so the reason that the whole regiment is still together is they were involved in a conflict, fighting for the English,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the promises of land and money
0: Never. They fell through.
1: Fell through. So they're now, they've spent all these years fighting. They're not getting compensated. They're all wounded. In many cases, their families are dead. Yeah. Because pillage, rape, the usual things of war. Yeah. And so the reason Captain Logan McKenzie decides to appear now is he knows about the castle because she'd written him about the castle. Yeah. She got it before he died, I think, because yeah. it was supposed to be, like, there.
0: Where he, in quotation marks, died.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so she's got it. And so he decides he's going to come, move in, move his men in, and give them the life they were promised by the English crown.
0: Yeah. He's like, I'm Scottish. I have more rights to this castle than she does anyway. And, you know, I could definitely see his motiva- motivation and I could understand his... Logic, In fact, like I didn't even bug me. Like I wasn't sitting here thinking Madeline is the one who deserves this, you know, like I could see how he did deserve it. And so
1: his plan is to show up, tell her he in fact didn't die Mm -hmm. and marry her. Yeah. And she killed him about a year before the events of this book. Yeah. And he's pissed and damaged, but not at her, but he has no qualms about forcing her to marry him. Yeah. Yeah. However, he doesn't force himself into her bed.
0: Oh my God, you guys. All right, we're jumping ahead here. We're jumping ahead and we need to stop. Okay, okay, okay. Because so let's, let's briefly talk about anything that could possibly be offensive in this book.
1: Okay, so I would say this isn't offensive, but definite trigger warning for PTSD, memory loss, and general, like, con- like spoils of war.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I, on this On a similar note, she suffers from severe social anxiety, and I don't think it's explored very well you know, yeah like i don't she, know it's more it's more they talk about it and she talks about how horrible it is but then later in the book like she does go to a party and it doesn't seem to be that big of an issue do you you, you know what i mean
1: yeah it, it was definitely a contrivance yeah and but i don't think i don't think the book's plot is less valid if mm-hmm. she's less anxious so i agree yeah. with you i don't think it was handled. Super great, but it sort of didn't. It wasn't vital enough yeah. to the plot, and that it bothered me that it was yeah, kind of definitely ham-fisted.
0: Um And then I talked about it um, a little bit, but uh, the I thought the book was oh my gosh, I just I absolutely loved it. It was like a five star read for me until the very very end because I felt like there there was enough conflict already. There's like social class conflict. There's her deception. They have to get over that. There's her social awkwardness. So there are all these. Conflicts or, or difficulties in the relationship that they have to overcome. And they do. And then all of a sudden, at the very end, there's this, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but there's this thing that's revealed. It's, it's almost a big misunderstanding.
1: It, it is a misunderstanding. You
0: know, that, which um, I dislike anyway. I just thought it was too much. Like, you, re, you didn't need to put it in there. Like, I personally, it would have been like, definitely five stars for me and not like four and a half if the final conflict had just been a little bit different. Okay. It's not, it's not offen- I would not say it is offensive.
1: I saw it coming and it was unnecessary. Yeah. So in that regard, I agree with you. I would, it didn't piss me off in the yeah. way it seemed to piss you off.
0: Yeah. All right. Sexiness. Yes. It, this book was so sexy and it was sexy in such a good way. Yes. Like Lane, Lane already talked about it. So he gets, he gets there. He's like, we're getting married tonight. They get hand fasted which I guess in Scotland you can do, or I guess you could do it. Right. I probably can't do it much now. But then you have to consummate the marriage. like, Or the hand-fasting isn't valid. And so he's like, all right, we got hand-fasted. Let's consummate this thing. Let's do it. But when she expresses any doubt about like wanting to do that, he like totally backs away. And uh, just so good.
1: Sleeps on the floor of her bedroom.
0: Oh, this is like, again, this is like another box checked for me in light right here.
1: It's so good. And, like, when they do hook up, it is slow and believable. And, like, this is something I was complaining about in an earlier episode, but she is older. Mm -hmm. She is educated. Mm -hmm. She is very interested in her career. And while she is certainly not experienced Mm -hmm. with men, she's not naive for the sake of it. Like, she's not wondering what happens and, like... She knows how it works with animals and is capable of drawing inferences and doesn't, like, need to be the wide-eyed innocent all the time. Yes. Even though she is.
0: And one of the things, too, that I like is she sort of convinces herself to do it because she wants to know what it's like. Right. You know, she's like, this is probably my only chance to experience this. You know, because I don't go out in society. I don't meet men all the time. And here's this guy who showed up.
1: And married me. And
0: and married me. So, like, there's, like, socially, morally... Whatever, there's nothing wrong with it, so why not try it out? Yep. I enjoyed it. And when she decides halfway through that she doesn't want to try it out, guess what happens? He sleeps on the floor.
1: It is fine. Oh my god,
0: I love it. I love it. And she doesn't feel Oh my god. It's just so it's so good. So good. Please
1: read this, you guys.
0: It's I I really really like this book.
1: Me too. And it's just the premise is so yes. good. Like you talked about pen pals to lovers, except it's entirely one-sided and fictional. It's <laughs> like, it's perfect.
0: So she th- is
1: both sides of the pen pal. And it's, it's so funny because um, he has written her
0: poetry over the years. <laughs> and he, to keep up the facade, he has to pretend like he actually wrote this terrible, terrible poetry that she 100% acknowledges is terrible. And, like, for years she's been, like, reading it out loud to her family and pretending like she doesn't know that they think it's bad because she loves it, right? Yes. And so there, she makes him read it.
1: So when we say he's been writing her poetry, she, as him, in the letters to her, has been putting these terrible poems. It's just every chance for something to be a little nuanced and funny Tessa Dare finds and like capitalizes on. It is so good.
0: It's really good. And then like Annie, I think she, I don't know if it was her editor and if it was like thumbs up to that editor too because every time there could have been a plot hole, like it was exploited in the best way. Yep. You know, like what if someone was like, well, was he writing to her? Like what was going on? You know, like that was in there.
1: Yep. You know, ah, I just, anything else I said would be a spoiler because his whole backstory his whole backstory is... is very spoilery. And yeah. even the way they interact and what happens with the castle and what happens between them is so wrapped up in the plot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can't gush about this the way I want to. Mm-hmm. But know that it's not like a lack of specificity.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: just me trying to save the most beautiful book in the world for our readers. <laughs> <Save
0: them. laughs> yeah. Well, and then also I will say this too, is that he makes all these assumptions about her that are proved incorrect. So I mean, he thinks she's just the spoiled person who's writing for a whim, writing these these letters and sending them out into the ether and somehow make it to him. You know, he feels like that whoever's writing this is just making fun of him because he wasn't a captain at the time when he got it, and he's like someone out there is caring cares for somebody. You know, whatever. Um, and he gets there, and so he thinks she's just the spoiled person who's inherited this castle that she in no way deserves to find how well it's being managed
1: and how thoughtful she is Mm -hmm. and how, and I think he kind of knew that a little bit because he watched her grow up through these Mm -hmm. letters Mm -hmm. because she wrote them for four or five years. Yeah. But yeah, I just, there's a lot of expectation both versus reality for both of them. Yes. And I also love how they both meet and subvert the expectations. Yeah. 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 And like it's also great because of the power imbalance that could have been really gross mm-hmm. because he knows everything about her mm-hmm. and she is shocked to find a real man on her doorstep yeah. but instead with things like him sleeping on the floor and refusing to take advantage of her and like asking questions about her life, you can tell like he's come to care about her yeah. even as he thinks very little of her in some ways yeah so any, anyway it's perfect
0: it's oh. it, yeah this one is really so not only is it really fun it's well written it's really funny And the sex is just handled in a really great way, too.
1: Yeah, I was, this was hot. Yeah. It was hot, but it was also, like, perfect. (laughs) There was no part of me that was like, this is squicky. I was like, this buildup is worth it.
0: But, yeah. For
1: whatever happens, because the buildup has been so, like, respectful, sexy.
0: Yeah. It was, it's really good. Okay. So, thank you guys for listening. As usual, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be great. We would really appreciate it.
1: And we look forward to talking to you again soon. We'll continue Scott's Week. Thanks Thanks for listening. (laughs) Scott's Week.